from the gospel comes from the gospel according to Luke, from the 21st chapter, verses 5 through 19. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, he said, As for these things that you see, the days will come when not one stone will be left upon another, all will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be, and what will be the sign that this is about to take place? And he said, Beware that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name and say, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes and in various places famines and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons, and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance, for I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name but not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your souls. This is the word of the Lord. Jesus, couldn't you just be happy for a moment at the beauty of the temple? Jesus, when we asked you when and where, we wanted four o'clock at the town center. Jesus, we didn't ask for a discourse about what we should and shouldn't be afraid of, especially war. We're terrified of war, Jesus. Are you seriously telling me that when I go to Thanksgiving dinner, it's going to be battle over the table because my family is going to despise me? I'm getting thrown in prison? Jesus, are you telling me that by believing in you, I'm going to die? Jesus, did you listen to my question? I didn't say, what's all the bad stuff that's going to happen? I said, Jesus... I want to know when and where. Maybe that's the problem, right? The problem isn't what we wanted to know. The problem was what we asked. What we wanted to know was the truth, the truth that 
Our believing in Christ was our salvation. We wanted to know what he finally gets to at the end there, that if we continue praising Christ, everything will be just fine. What we wanted to know was, Jesus, I have this huge investment and I need to know should I cash it in now and buy everything I want to because at 4 o'clock at town center, everything's ending? Or do I have another couple of months to get a few more dollars on my return? Jesus, what we wanted to know was where not to be. Because we don't want to be in the center of it. problem turned into the reality that we struggle with constantly, and it's one that's been a funny thing to watch play out over the last, oh, 20 years. Um, does anyone remember December 31st, 11.59 and 59 seconds, um, 1999? Uh, what was supposed to happen the very next second? Planes were to fall from the sky. All of our information on the intranets were to be destroyed, leaving us lifeless because the banks were not going to be able to figure out how to keep track of our money anymore. The world was supposed to fall into chaos. I'm taking it by your silence that you realize that didn't happen, right? <clears throat> Y2K, oh my gosh. And just let me tell you that with the last name of Young, which means my last initial was Y, my name quickly became JY2K. And I don't think it was a compliment. A coming disaster, I think, is what people thought of me. And perhaps still do. Now, in seminary, uh, back between 2009 and 2012, there were a couple of other interesting things that happened. These wonderful people who knew Scripture so well were able to read into Scripture and find the mathematical equation to tell us the day and time that the earth was going to end. Jim, you're laughing very good. You remember this? You re yeah, so um, somewhere in 2010 and somewhere in 2011 were dates when the earth was supposed to end, when Jesus was going to come down and fulfill prophecy. Now, the first time it happened, there were trucks with billboards on them that drove around our city saying, the end is coming, be prepared for, I think it was like 3.30 or something like this on a Tuesday afternoon. At 3.35... The person who had said that that was the date and time went, I forgot to carry the one, and put it out another year. Now, there was another thing that was supposed to tell us the end of the world, wasn't there? Somewhere in 2012, 
the Mayan calendar, right? This thing that we had found that we decided to decipher for ourselves was, well, this Mayan calendar, it just ends. So this must be the end of the world. Well, perhaps we didn't find the rest of the calendar and or perhaps the person making the calendar went, I'm done, no more. I've already planned this thing out nearly 2,000 years in advance. Let's, let's just let some stuff happen. So here we have Jesus saying, you want to know when? You want to know where? I'll tell you when. It's going to happen after there's a whole bunch of war. There's a whole bunch of persecution. A lot of bad stuff's going to happen. There's going to be earthquakes. There's going to be stuff happening in the skies. About how many times in our history, in this world, has a people looked and said, oh my gosh, there's a war going on. Oh my gosh, I hear rumors of war. What in the world is happening? Oh my gosh, I'm being arrested for my belief. Oh my gosh, there was an earthquake today. There's a mudslide over there. There's flooding. Oh my gosh, look at this horrible storm. That all of those things have come together and happened. About how many times do you think that that's happened in the world? About how many days have there been since Christ said this? That's about how many times it's happened. The reality is we don't know when and where because it's God's time, not ours. Stuff's going to happen in this world. And that's what Jesus' point is. Stop trying to worry about the when and where and worry about how you are living Prepare yourselves to persevere. Prepare yourselves to trust in me, for I will give you the voice when the opportunity is right for you to proclaim your faith. The problem was, some were not ready to proclaim their faith. They proclaimed their faith when Jesus was there, but as soon as they faced the hardships, they went, I don't know, and walked away. While yet others, like Stephen, when confronted with his faith, stood before the Sanhedrin and proclaimed Christ as God and was stoned to death. Paul, who after watching that, condoning it and holding everyone else's cloak so they could go do it, went off to persecute the church and eventually had his own revelation, constantly was put in prison for his beliefs. Peter, who would be crucified upside down, hundreds if not thousands of martyrs who had themselves buried in the ground in the Colosseum to have their heads cut off by crazy machines, to be eaten by lions in front of others for entertainment because they believed in Christ and would not renounce their faith. That's what Jesus was saying. 
Your persistence is your salvation. For I have already saved you. Your trust and belief in me is into a new life. But we get so worried about time. You see, time as we understand it, chronos, chronological time, that happens from minute one to minute 24, right? From hour zero to hour 26. It happens from day one to day last. We can't go backwards, can we? Anyone gone backwards yet? Anyone gone forward yet? You all do every day. You go to sleep at night and you wake up the next day. You went forward in time. We go only the way we can. And that's what we understand and that's what we look forward to. But God does not work in chronos. God works and lives in kairos, God's time. God's time is a full circle, constantly in motion, which is why God is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. The problem becomes we are constantly different. From the day of our birth to the day of our death, we are always changing. The history of the world is always in motion. Forward. But God is always in motion. Forward, backward, left, right, up, down. Always with us. Our endurance in this timeline brings us to the point where we experience God's time circle. And so when they ask the when and where, Jesus goes, Stop worrying. You're going to get yourselves into traps. Trying to follow after someone who knows when it's going to happen. Trying to follow after someone who knows where. Trying to follow after someone who can tell you something more than what you are being told by me. Focus on my teachings is what Jesus is saying. Focus on living a life in me. That's our challenge. To not trust the watch, but to trust God's eternal time. Not to prepare ourselves to say the greatest words ever in front of someone who accuses us, but to allow the Spirit to move us to proclaim Christ how that person needs to hear. But if you need a hint, it's 11.30 in the parking lot, so you may need to get home. Amen.